Hey there, I'm Courtney. And I'm Emily. And this is the Mostly Awkward Podcast. The place where it's completely acceptable to research how to make the friends you want. Welcome back to our list uh, our <laughs> that we list started of, last week. Yeah, a list of part two awkward things. Anyways, um, I was just telling Courtney I've I've left this open on my computer for like the entire time that we've been uh, not recording. The whole tab has been open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just lazy. I you, just <laughs> you're I crazy. Just left it open. I'm one of my those people. Fine. I close all my tabs always. Now it's been open for a week. There's actually something, there's a tab behind that that's been open for like two weeks because it was something I was supposed to buy and I was just like, I'll do it later. And so it's still sitting there. Um, (laughs) But anyways, I reopened this tab to like come back to our uh, thing for recording and there's literally like a pop-up has come up and was like, because you deserve great friends, get the seven secrets to making new friends in my free newsletter. So they know I'm a loser (laughs) because I've kept their page open for over a week (laughs) <laughs> I want to know what the seven secrets are. You should sign up. It's a video. I don't want to get involved in that. <laughs> All right, but here we are to do the top 10 socially awkward mistakes to avoid. I hope you liked part one of this. We make them all, apparently. <laughs> there was a couple. There was a couple I did not vibe with, but... Okay, yeah, so the touching number 10. Thing. <laughs> I don't touch people. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, number 10. Oh, God. Holding a door for someone who's still far away. I don't hold the door. (laughs) Because I don't like this situation. Because I have done it before. Where you like stand there for forever. And because I got sweaty when I was doing that, I was like, never again. So I don't hold the door. But people hold the door for me. And please don't do that. (laughs) Because... I was just going to say, it's worse to be the opposite person. It's worse to be the one, like, running awkwardly to a door that someone is holding. Yep. And here's the thing. Where it happened to me the most was at my old job. And people would go and hold the door open for me. And that's bad because the door was at the bottom of a flight of stairs. And so I'd be at the top. And they'd be at the bottom. And they'd hold the door open. And now my brain goes, run. (laughs) <laughs> and it's a flight of stairs. <laughs> and so that's never a good Don't situation Don't tell me you've me. fallen down it. Before. I've tripped. I've never fallen down the stairs. <laughs> these stairs. I've never fallen down these stairs. I fall down stairs all the time. But that was one specifically, no. I was oh. so pissed off the other day. So at my Dutch school, they have these weird doors there where they lock as soon as they close. And you have to open them with an app. It's really weird. Like our Dutch teacher will be like, oh, someone's at the door and like click an app on his phone to open it. No, I hate that. It's so weird. So I was going to school and I wasn't that far away from this door. And the guy that was walking in in front of me just fully let it slam. And I was locked out. And I was like, dude, this is one of those situations where you could have and should have held the door for me because now I'm locked out. So, yeah, that pissed me off the other day. So, yeah, for most circumstances, don't hold the door for me. But for some, definitely hold the door for me. (laughs) You know? 
I don't feel embarrassed if I'm the one holding the door for someone. I don't really care how long they take. Right. I'm just chilling. But yeah. and I know that. I know that when I'm when I'm when run happens in my brain, I know this person run. is probably <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this person probably does not care that they're standing there holding the door open for me. But everything inside of me is like, it's not polite to make them wait, run. Yeah. It's like they've chosen. And it's to always an awkward run. It's always a weird Oh, I'm flailing. Yeah. And it's I'm not never sure if, like a graceful like what run. Speed, what speed do you go? Because it's like you're running towards a door. So I'm always like mid speed, and my mid speed run is just like a soft jog. Like I don't know. <laughs> it's just weird. Don't do. Don't do it. <laughs> Number okay. nine. Yeah, you, you want to read this one? Your reaction after you tell a joke and nobody laughs. What does that mean? <laughs> so like <laughs> oh Courtney's never experienced that. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I definitely have, but I don't get it. <laughs> it's like how do you how do you feel? Like like it makes you feel weird. For me this doesn't um this doesn't work because I think I'm hilarious. So if I say a joke and you didn't find it funny, the fault is with you. That's the game that I play. <laughs> I never feel bad the after fault I tell is a with joke. You. I'm yeah. funny. I'm funny. I know I'm funny. So if I tell a joke and you don't laugh or you don't get it, the, you have a the shit two sense thi- of humor. The two things that go through my head are like you have a crappy sense of humor or you fully did not understand the hilarious, intelligent pun I just made, and I'm gonna enjoy it on my own. So I'll sit here and giggle, and you can stand there stoically, miserable in your life, you humorless bag of dirt. <laughs> That's so I'm so not funny. So <laughs> you are. You're just not intentionally funny. I think that's the best part. I'm just like awkward, I guess, and sometimes that's funny, but sometimes it's just awkward. But I remember I remember telling a joke to one of my teachers once in elementary school that didn't make any sense. And I still remember the joke. I don't know why I thought it was funny. I don't get it. But the teacher did not laugh. In fact, she just like fully like stopped walking and just like stared at me. <laughs> Probably because she was like, what is funny about the joke? Like I need to find the funny, but there was none. It's not funny. I don't want to repeat it because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it actually came from like, have you ever seen the movie Hercules? Yes. I loved that movie when I was a kid. Well, I still love it. But at one point, I think it's in the very beginning of the movie, where one of those weird little creatures, I forget what they're called, the little fortune teller. No, the little fortune teller. Oh, the fates. Yeah, the The fates. fates. The fates. One of them loses the eyeball. Yes. And then pain or panic, like, kicks it. And he's like, ew, get away from me. And he says, like, get blinking. And he, like, kicks it. When I was a kid, I thought that was the funniest thing in the entire world. I don't. Uh. It's good because it, it's like it's like get walking, but it's like get blinking, and then he kicks the eye. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I made a joke based on that, but I mean, if you're not watching Hercules, it's not funny. Context. Context is very important, Courtney. Yeah. I, it, the joke had no context. It was not funny. The teacher did not laugh, and then I felt awkward about it since like 30 years later. It's fine. Live with it. Just embrace it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a bad experience telling it. I think the first joke that I ever used to tell people was um, 
and I knew it was funny. And so when they didn't laugh, I was like, you didn't get the joke. Um, <laughs> it was, what did the snail say when it climbed onto the turtle's back? What? And then the pun- the punchline is, wee! Because turtles go so much faster than snails do. <laughs> right? It's hilarious. <laughs> it's a good joke. And I knew it was a good joke. And so when people like didn't get it, I was like, oh, you just don't get it. That's fine. And then the other one, there was a joke, um, and I never told it, but one of my cousins told it to me. And it was like his favorite joke, and it was kind of funny, but a couple people didn't get it. And I was like, it's something to do with, like, how do you get an elephant into an ash-filled pit? And people would be like, I don't know. And then you say, you kick him in the ash hole. (laughs) Yeah. Also a good joke. Um, uh, the other one was, um, oh, my dad used to tell it, and it was like there's there's a guy in a bathtub with a list oh, or something, yeah. and it's like Dwayne the tub, the tub, I'm tub drowning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are like the jokes I grew up with. Like, yeah. I have a real terrible sense of humor. Um, but yeah, I think I'm hilarious. So if you don't enjoy my joke, that's on you. Then I'll enjoy it myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. but number number eight because i just read it while i was finishing that sentence number eight gets me on a deep level um when you answer or talk to someone but they were actually talking to someone else <laughs> <laughs> happens to me a lot with people on bluetooth because i literally cannot see that you're not talking to me <laughs> and when people and so generally like i walk around and uh I don't want to say I look at the ground because I don't look at the ground, but I'm also not an eye contact kid. Uh, Thanks. Hi, I'm awkward. Um, So I generally don't look at people's faces when I'm walking around. And so if someone speaks at a full volume and they're close to me, I assume they want my attention because, again, I'm not looking at you. So, yeah, full volume conversation right next to me. I'm going to turn and engage with you. And I've done it multiple times. And it's not. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's not a conversation that I'm supposed to be a part of because they're on Bluetooth. I saw this one meme, but it was actually something that happened for real life in my life. And it was, I was oh, on, a meme. yeah, <laughs> I was on Zoom and my cat always joins me when I'm on Zoom. I don't know why. He just has to be there. And someone was like, oh, how cute. And I was like, yeah, this is Pixel. And I started talking about my cat and they were not talking about that at all. Like someone had like a baby on the Zoom that they brought. And And you were like, no, that's legit. That's a legitimately (laughs) thing to get. And my cat's butthole is not as exciting. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I have very bad situational awareness because, again, no eye contact. So, yeah, when that stuff happens, I'm definitely like good yeah you weren't talking to me at all I'm gonna go hide in a corner (laughs) I I find too actually this happens to me a lot is that someone is talking to me and I don't realize it happens to me a lot at at school and stuff or just in general here because it's so weird it's like I don't speak good Dutch so people speak English to me but for the most part people are speaking Dutch around me and sometimes when that happens, I zone out because it's, like, not my language. So sometimes I'll just zone out and, like, not pay attention at all. And then they'll switch and they'll say something in English. 
which is obviously directed at me. But because I'm zoned out, I'm not paying attention at all. And then they're just, and I've had people like snap in my face because they were like saying something to me and I didn't answer. And then they were like, hello, hello. And I'm like, oh. I actually had this situation that happened to me like two days ago. Um, I was in a like thrift store that's popular here that I love to shop at. And uh, we were in the line and there was only one cashier open. And so the lineup had grown. A lot of people were getting into it and it was uh, the girl who was currently checking out a man behind her and then myself and my mother were standing there and the man who was behind this girl checking out was like not doing proper line etiquette and was kind of like wiffle waffling all around muttering to himself like couldn't be sure if he was in the line or not but he kind of kept coming back to the same spot so I was like this man seems unstable I'm not going to cut in front of him in the line. That was my train of thought. Do not cut in front of crazy. (laughs) Crazy is unpredictable. So they call cashiers to come to the front because this line has gotten big. And another cashier opens. And he's standing down there like, I can help the next person. And the man who's waffling about is not going to him. He's just kind of standing there. And so, again, I'm like, don't cut in front of crazy. So my next best option is to inform Crazy that he's now been called about three times to go down to this next, like, checkout. And so I walk up and I'm like, um, you can just, he's open down there if you want to go to that. And the man is just staring at me, giving me nothing. No emotion. <laughs> Nothing's happening on his face. And so I was like, maybe he's hard of hearing. And so I was like, just, like, tried to be clearer. Just, he's open there over there and the person that was open on the register is still yelling like sir i can help you you can just come down here i can help you and then finally after another really awkward like eye contact pause the guy like turns fully towards me and goes oh no i'm good i'm not going anywhere and i was like does that mean that i go now is it my turn to the cashier so i was just like screw it i can't do this so i was just like walked around went to the cashier cashed out i don't even know if my mom followed me that's how discombobulated i was in this situation she might have come with me don't recall (laughs) maybe maybe not i don't think she had anything to buy i feel like she was just with me um but yeah, no, I definitely like just went and like was like, oh my God, I don't even, that man was insane. That man was insane. He's just like literally <laughs> wandering around, standing in front of people in the lineup, not going to cashiers. I don't, I don't know. I don't. But anyways, that was my recent one that happened to me that I was like super uncomfortable and I was like, never again. <laughs> never again. Will I talk <laughs> to anyone when I go yeah, anywhere? Ta- I'm not talking to humans. I'm done. People are weird. <laughs> Uh, number seven. This one I don't think has ever happened to me. Um, when you greet someone and they don't notice, but someone else in the room did. I mean, this is kind of similar to like when you're talking and you realize no one's listening. I, this is like a, like a, what a waving, like a waving at someone thing or like, or maybe they're saying like, cause if I walked into a room and you were in it and I got really excited and like called out your name and you didn't notice, but like three other people saw me do it, I'd be like, Oh, she's my friend, I swear. So maybe it's <laughs> Actually, like Actually, I have thing. had this happen. Yeah, where like if if someone is like maybe walking away from you, they're a little bit farther away from you and you need to get their attention, and you're like, "Oh, hey, Emily." And they and you don't hear me and you just keep walking, but someone else is like looking at me, like noticing. Like they're clearly <laughs> ignoring. Yeah, you. I have had that happen. 
I guess that's happened to me at work a couple times when I was trying to like call across like a distance for someone. Um, but then I usually just walk over to them and I'm like, hi, I was trying to get your attention. Like, I'm not really embarrassed by that when it's at work because like I'm trying to like get you yeah. to come and like whatever. But yeah, I can imagine being in like if I walked into a party and like really got really excited about seeing you and you just like completely did not even acknowledge the fact that I'd walk into the room. That'd be hard to like come <laughs> come back from. That. I always that happens to me quite often actually, and I all I think I'm just quiet when I yell, yeah. but I always when I yell. It up with... I think I'm quiet when I yell. That's not a thing. <laughs> I yell quietly. Hi, help, help me. Yeah, you're not getting rescued uh, for sure. But I always follow it up with like a. Oh, they didn't hear me. To try yeah. and like, if someone else to is like looking off. at me, yeah. yeah oh, you they didn't hear me. You gotta play come it out off. Of that smooth. It's fine. Yeah. I'm quiet. <laughs> <laughs> they just did not hear me. That's the problem here. It's completely normal. They know me. They just didn't hear me. It's I'm fun. not dying inside now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number six is. Lying about something when someone in the room knows the truth. This doesn't apply to me, and I'll tell you why. I don't I'm lie. Terrible, I'm a terrible liar. I'm terrible. You can tell immediately when I'm lying about something. I. What show is it where he just sweats profusely when he lies? Oh, New Girl. Um, so in <laughs> New Girl, there's a character, Nick, um, and he literally, any time in the series when he has to lie to someone, he's just like... He goes from being completely normal to like immediately drenched in sweat and then like it shows up on his shirt and then they can tell he's lying. And I'm like, that's me. Like literally. And it's not like I don't sweat or anything, but like literally you can tell immediately if I have a lie and I'm like trying to sell it to you. Mm-mm. No, I'm a terrible liar. You'll yeah. know. Lies stress me out. So I just don't tell them. Because here's the thing. A good lie is vague. And I'm not a vague person. When in my life have you ever heard me tell a story that was vague? I go for detail hard. So if I ever tell you something that has, like, no detail to it, you're like, oh, you're a fucking liar right now. <laughs> you're just, like, straight to my face or lying to me because you're not giving me detail. And then I'm like, but then if I try, if I try to, like, spin a lie and tell a story and give detail, that's when you get caught up and trip over, like, stupid little things. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I get caught anyways, because then I give too much detail to my lie. And now I'm trapped in some, uh, you know, obviously didn't happen story. Because then you have <laughs> to remember it. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't remember that. I have cue cards where I'm like, uh, what did I say? <laughs> Let's go back here. And you file like... all your lies in like a little file yeah, folder. Like Emily's lies binder. <laughs> Emily's lies, 2022. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I don't lie. So that doesn't ever really happen to me. Um, I've had it happen where like I've been telling a story and like someone else was there with me when the story happened and I've like mixed up events or I've gotten like a quantity wrong or something and they'll chirp in and be like, hey, like that's not how that happened. And then I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. But it's not an intentional lie. It's just my brain going like bing, 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 bing. And then the story comes out and it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, I don't like I don't intentionally lie to people, which I mean is probably a bad thing to just proclaim on a podcast loudly to the world that like I'm this naive little <laughs> thing that doesn't it's not lie naive, to people. It's good. I think like <laughs> don't need lies, so why not? I feel like I'm just opening myself up to a lot of scammers when I'm like I don't lie cuz then they'll just call me and be like what's your social insurance number? <laughs> 
Hold on, let me open Emily's Emily's Lies 2022 yeah. file folder. Emily, it's going to be like Emily's Lies 1995 for when I first got my social insurance number. I'll be like, well, eh, I have to go back to... That's super early, by the way. I did not get my social insurance number when I was six. Uh, just was picking a year. Um, okay, so we'll move on from that one because we're both not liars. That's good. Uh, oh, and number five, I so don't care about this. Cursing out loud when making a mistake. I, How is that an awkward moment? I'm That's a normal mouth. life. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I, so I won't, like, I won't if I'm, like, in public at work or something. Like, I won't, I'll censor myself. Or if I'm around, like, my little kid nieces and nephews. Like, I don't swear around them. Um, which is just a personal choice, I guess. But, like, I generally don't censor myself. <laughs> if I stub my toe, the words are coming out and it's going to be whatever flies out of my mouth. And it might not be a swear word. It might be like flim flam fadangle and then I like yell it in an angry tone. But whatever comes out, comes out and I don't stop it. So sometimes, yeah, that is cursing and it happens and uh, get over it. I, yeah. I don't like hmm. my thing with cursing is like unless you're like legitimately trying to like belittle another human or offend another human. I don't care about your curse words. Same. Like, Say what you want to say. Do what you want to do. Don't hurt people in the process. Yeah, I kind of... Maybe this is not a very nice thing to say, but people who are, like, offended by cursing, I just feel like, grow up, you know? Like, grow up. Also, <laughs> who cares? you're not creative. If you can't use a curse as a verb, adjective, and a noun, then why are we even friends? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any places in my life where I need to censor myself, actually, so... Like, at work, my boss literally swears more than anyone I've ever heard, and I don't have young kids that I need to censor myself around. So, at this point in my life, I haven't even considered that because it's like, I don't care. But I think if I had a place, like, if I have kids in the future and then I'm trying to not curse around them, I think censoring myself would be hard to do but i don't know it doesn't feel like it's an awkward moment it's not something i would be embarrassed yeah, i'm not about. embarrassed by that and also when i do censor myself <laughs> so if I, so i'll a either leave the word out completely like i just won't say it and i'll speak slowly and calmly like I, that's what i do around my niece like i really try to measure what's happening because i know my sister doesn't like it so that's like uh, cool but when I am, like, out and about <laughs> and I just don't want to say a swear word because I don't know who's listening, I'll, like, literally bleep the word myself. Um, I think I might have actually done it in this episode where I just kind of go, like, <laughs> so you don't get the whole. <laughs> or you got to be me. Like, I'll just kind of, like, literally bleep it out myself and not say the word. But you know I'm saying the word. Let's be real. Um, you also have some pretty creative curse words. Yeah, because I don't censor myself. It comes out. Whatever happens, happens, and that's that. Well, even and, uh, ones that aren't really curse words, like dirt squirrel, <laughs> or like <laughs> just like creative little things that you fart say. Fart bucket. I'll call you a fart bucket if you <laughs> fart near me. <laughs> it's like they're not really curse words, but but I make them creatively sound that way because yeah. they're fun. Yeah, <laughs> I learned that from Shakespeare. You could make anything sound, you know, like an insult, <laughs> and it's not. Shakespeare was, like, the king of insults. Without people knowing that he was insulting them. Like, it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. Uh, I don't know. 
Uh, okay, I kind of have something for this. So sharing a grim story after someone says something light or on a positive atmosphere. Uh, I don't do that. Yeah, I don't really either. Like, I, I might do that... the opposite where someone shares a grim story and then I say something inappropriate or too positive. Maybe yeah, I do so that. Like, the example they use is saying something like, there's a park I went to the other day. It was amazing. And they describe how amazing it is. And then, like, have you checked it out? And the per- like the awkward one responds, oh, yeah, I've been there. I used to go there with my dog. He's dead now. So, yeah, I might say something like that. But I don't think that I would do it in a way that would make it awkward. Because most people that I would, like, be speaking to about that, like, if I was like, oh, yeah, I used to take my dog Molly there, like you know, whatever, used to take my dog Molly there implies that I no longer take her there, which implies that she's dead. So, (laughs) I mean, like, I wouldn't just full out come out and say that, but, like, anyone who I was talking to would know that that was my dog who has passed away. So, I just, I don't know that I would be that blatant with it. Um, Mostly because I'm not a very negative person. Uh, Yeah. Generally speaking, I don't like to, like, be brought down or whatever, so you are very yeah. light. Yeah. So I don't know that I would go like super grim. Also, yeah. this is something that's very easy to stop yourself from doing, I think. Like you just don't say the weird thing. Yeah, that, I don't know. that's where I might censor myself in a situation. Like it wouldn't ever be like maybe you're thinking, "Oh yeah, I used to go there with my dog. He's dead now," but you don't you say like in your head you're like that's a weird thing to say, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah, like, well, that'll make this situation weirder than it needs to be, so, yeah, I don't. It's way easier to just be like, oh, yeah, I'll, I haven't checked it out, but I will now, and it's way easier to right? just respond with that instead of like, going on this weird. And, like, I definitely wouldn't be like, oh, have you checked out this park that I went to last week? Yeah, isn't that where they found that dead body? Like, I wouldn't, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, I might say that. Hey, yeah, didn't they find a dead body there? But again, I would say... (laughs) Yeah. And, like, I would say it in a way that's, like, funny to me. That's hilarious that you (laughs) love this park and and they found a dead body there. Yeah, isn't that where they found that that corpse last week? Like, (laughs) I think that's hilarious. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, it would... But you have to know your audience. It wouldn't be like a coping thing or a social thing. It would just be like me literally being funny. Like, yeah, they found a body there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oppositely, it I think it is hard sometimes if someone is telling you something that's really grim or really personal and you don't really know how to respond. You know, yes, that's that's, that's where that's where I find this is hard because yeah, I'm not very good at consoling people or knowing what to say. Yeah, I often I often find that I'm like I get on the receiving end of that and I feel like maybe it's because I am like a little bit socially awkward and so like I don't I don't really interact the same way with people that most people do and so I think people maybe sense that and so when they're sad or they're upset they just think that they can bring that shit to me which is fine. Yeah, you can, but also when you come to me and be like I'm super sad that, you know, my dog just died and I'm thinking about making his fur into my sweater like if you say something like that to me i'm gonna be like "Uh, hmm, (laughs) uh, i have 
a paw print from my cat that died. <laughs> and I like that. So maybe a sweater is a nice choice. Like, I, like I'm not going <laughs> to give you the answer that you're looking for. Like, I'm not. I'm very bad at, like, sympathizing with, like, people who are experiencing grief. Because I feel like I grieve in a really weird way. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that, like, I wouldn't be the person to come to and, and make you feel better. Like, I'll bring you a cup of tea and a blanket and be like, mm-hmm. cry as much as you want and I won't make it weird. But I'm also not going to have the right thing to say to you in that situation. Yeah, that's always something that I wish I was better at because I'm I'm the same. I, I think because, like, with me, when I'm sad or grieving or, like, upset about something, I mostly want to be left alone and to, like, process that on my own and deal with my own emotions. So I think because that's my preference. When someone comes to me with that stuff, I'm like, if this was me, I wouldn't want to talk about it with anyone. <laughs> and so then I don't. I'm just like, yeah. that's that's terrible. Exactly. I'm sorry Th- that's kind you feel of exactly that way. How, yeah, like if if, it, <laughs> if that was me, I don't really want people asking me questions or talking about it. So Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You've picked the wrong person to come grieve at because I, I definitely am like a shut down and, like, eventually I'll talk about it, but, like, for the initial moments of my, like, grieving process, I don't need other people around me. This is a me thing. You don't need to be here. Mm-hmm. So, which maybe also is a yeah. weird <laughs> way to handle that, but, it's, <laughs> hey, it's how I do. But when it comes to supporting people who are grieving, um, it's not like I don't care you know what I mean like I'm bad I'm bad at responding to you about it but it it, yeah it doesn't mean I don't care like I feel terrible that you're feeling this way and I you know like want to support you any way I can but I feel like the way that I can support you is probably not what you're looking for Mm -hmm. (laughs) just you know um yeah so that's that one I don't you know I'm not a very dark person in general so I don't really go for the grim um (laughs) Oh, number three, it just says weird compliments. So I kind of had to read further on this one. And it was like, oh, your tie looks great. It looks like you have a crocodile hanging off your neck. That's a weird one. (laughs) That's like a backhanded compliment. These are compliments one might say that someone else could perceive as insulting, offensive, or just flat out weird. So I don't, again, I don't compliment people. Same. um, Because I'm... (laughs) We're we're awful. We don't do anything. Again, it's because I don't... I, I don't, that's just doesn't, it's not comprehended <laughs> well for me. Like, here's what I will say. If I know someone pretty well and they are like, have like a bomb dress on or like really cool shoes or like whatever, I'll mention it to them. I'll be like, hey, look, that dress looks really good. But I leave it at that. Like, I don't go any further because I feel like I'm terrible at flirting. So if this person is like the opposite gender of me, and I'm just trying to be complimentary. I don't want to cross into flirting without realizing that I'm crossing into flirting because I don't pick up on that. So I'm going to keep it as basic as possible. I'm going to tell you your shirt looks nice. I like it. Where'd you get it? Cool. Done. <laughs> it's not going to be like, a, oh, it molds to your arms so well or it really emphasizes your neck or like, I don't want any of that <laughs> business because then we're going to get into like weird flirting that I'm not understanding and it's going to be awkward. So awkward. (laughs) Same thing, though, when people give me, I don't know how to accept compliments either. Mm -hmm. So, like, um, oh, my gosh. Okay. So there's no names here. But um, 
there's someone who's who I'm friends with who is probably like equal levels awkward as me, but like boy form. And um, he came up to me one day and he was this was not flirting. And I can tell you right now because he's with a partner and he is very involved with that partner and they are very good together. But he came up to me and he said something about my hair. He was like, your hair looks really big today. Did you do that hot oil treatment that and then he said his partner's name that so and so always does to their hair. And I was like, what? No, what is happening right now? What just went on? Did you just tell me my hair looks big? Like, and so. It's full of secrets. Yeah. So I feel like that was the perfect example of why I don't compliment people. And also how I respond to people who are trying to compliment me. Because I don't. I'm just always like, thanks. Um, And it got even weirder for me, too, because my dog is unusual looking in a good way. And so people are constantly, like, interested in him. And they'll say stuff like, oh, you have a very handsome dog. And my knee-jerk reaction every time, because I'm an idiot, and I think this is hilarious, is to say, thanks, I made him myself. Because I obviously (laughs) didn't, and I had nothing to do with how my dog looks. But I think it's so funny that people compliment me on him. Like, oh, he's such a handsome dog. Like, oh, he, he, like, congratulations. He looks so handsome. I'm like, thank you. Congratulations. I did it myself. <laughs> yeah, people have said that to me before. Like, congratulations. He is such a handsome dog. And I'm like, thanks. I bought him. <laughs> yeah, like, I made the decision to purchase. So I always, like, in my head make the joke, like, thanks, I made it myself. And then I kind of, like, laugh. But that's not appropriate because people are like, so, yeah. So that one's hard. Um, I remember another time that um, someone told me that I, like, because I do like eye makeup all the time and people are always like, oh, it's really interesting. And like, I like the colors you chose or like, I really like your eyes today. And I'm like, okay, thanks. But one time a person I worked with, a, a guy I worked with came up and very intensely like stared into my eyes and was like, your eyes look very beautiful today. Again, didn't know how to take that. And so I was just like, <laughs> uh-huh. And then I like walked away because <laughs> that's just the safest option in that for me is to just <laughs> see you later. Away. Glad you fell into my, you know, bottomless depth eyeballs. Like, I don't, what do you want from me in that situation? How do I respond to that? Thanks, I lined them. <laughs> like, no. Obviously, I'm wearing makeup. You obviously enjoyed it. I don't know where we go from here. So, thanks. But yeah, that's my issue with compliments is I don't, I don't know what to do with my, with myself or my response when you compliment me. Thank you. And then I fall over on the floor and just lay there until you walk past me. (laughs) I am the exact same as you. (laughs) Like, Yeah, I just shut down. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I also think I always tell myself, like, because I say a lot of compliments in my head. I'm like, oh, I really like that person's whatever. And I'm always like, I should say these out loud more because people, I guess, like hearing compliments. But I never really do. I don't know because I've... I've done that. So a couple times, again, I don't, I'm not good at censoring myself. What comes out, comes out. Like it just is what it is. But I do do that where like I'll compliment people in my head. But every so often, if I'm not paying attention, it will come out of my mouth. Like to that person (laughs) who's standing, like I'll just say it. And then I'm like, oh, oh shit, I just complimented them unintentionally. Like I I liked it and I support that I've complimented them. Like I, I obviously liked the thing I'm complimenting, but I never meant to voice it aloud. So... Uh, it'll be like, ah, I did not mean to. And then the the person 
is usually because like uh it's usually like a customer service interaction where i am the service part of the customer service so i'll be like you know cashing out their order and just look up and be like oh my god i really like those sunglasses they really suit your face you don't need to say that as a cashier that's not (laughs) that's not part of your repertoire that is not hi do you have our membership card or (laughs) like that's not part of my script so i like people get taken aback in that situation and then i'm like i never should have said anything in the first place and then it just makes it weird so yeah Giving compliments, receiving compliments, I just avoid it at all costs. I like when service people compliment me. <laughs> a lady complimented my necklace the other day, and I was like, thank you. I like it, too. Um, Here's the thing. Sometimes I can do that. Sometimes I can respond with the simple thank you or be like, oh, thanks, I got it here, or like, whatever. If someone really catches me off guard and I'm not expecting the compliment, sometimes I just say yes. <laughs> don't know where that came from but like i actually do that too like that's a really nice necklace yes yep yes it is. and then you just walk away (laughs) and you're done and i'm like i did not mean to sound like an ass right there but i think i did (laughs) pretty sure (laughs) yeah um we're in the top three yeah we're, we're moving on to number two which is awkward handshakes which i feel this so deeply so deeply in my soul um i hate giving handshakes thank you i don't touch people yeah also as a general rule of thumb my palms are sweaty that is my problem too i'm clammy always i'm always slightly moist and i hate it and i know that other people hate it and the worst part for me (laughs) okay so there is this thing and this is gonna go deep into nerd territory and so i don't know if anyone's familiar with it but it's called dr horrible's sing-along blog and there is um and it's like about like superheroes and villains and whatever and there is an evil sidekick and he is only an evil sidekick because his superpower is getting things to be slightly moist (laughs) and i feel like him all the time because that's literally my superpower. It's just I'm slightly moist always. Just talking about this is making my hands <laughs> clammy. Yeah, my hands are clammy. A hundred percent. I'm like wiping them right now. Like, yeah, like on is... whatever I can find. Ugh. It's terrible. As soon as um, I get nervous, like my hands. It's also worse if I'm not wearing socks for whatever reason. If I decide to go sockless. I'm not wearing socks I'm, right now. I'm always have sweaty hands. And... um. It was super terrible because I grew up Catholic <laughs> and we there's um, before COVID, there was a section where you would hold hands and there's a section where you shake hands. And every single time I was clammy and I'm like, I have to grip the hands of like an 85 year old woman next to me with my slip and slide hand over here. <laughs> and they have to pretend that they're not completely disgusted by that. And I feel bad for them. So I don't shake hands if I can avoid it. Well, I really don't shake hands in my everyday life. I think the only time I do is is job interviews, like things like that. And I also feel like shaking hands is a very North American thing too. Like I don't think that it's as common in other parts of the world. I don't know. But I really don't shake hands at all unless it's a job interview, and I hate that because I'm always nervous. 
at those. And then so I'm, I'm clammy. always and then clammy. Yeah. And then you're like, why am I going to hire this gently wet person when I can go get someone who's dry? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the things that people talk about when it comes to handshakes is like, is your handshake too firm or too weak and or too soft? And I don't know. Do you know what my biggest fear about handshakes is? And I've literally been thinking about this the whole time you've been talking right now is, is if I go in for a handshake and I'm shaking the person's hand and they pull me into a hug. (laughs) Biggest fear in the world, because first of all, I'm already giving you my clam hand and you're going to shake it and feel that it's wet. And then you're going to grab me and you're going to pull that wet little hand into you somewhere on your body. That's the biggest fear of mine is where this hand goes when you pull me in for that hug. Because you're holding it and you're pulling in with your arm. Where on your body is my hand going to end up? Because I don't want to touch you. That's number one. (laughs) Number two is I was not prepared for a hug. And when you catch me with a hug that I'm not prepared for, my full body's going to go into rigor mortis. I'm telling you right now, everything shuts down. (laughs) So you are now hugging a slightly moist cardboard cutout, and you're not enjoying a second of it. And I know you're not because I'm not enjoying a second of it. So why did you do it in the first place? And now I don't even know if we should be friends because you've pulled me into a hug against my will. (laughs) Done. Over. Relationship ruined, and it's been five seconds. (laughs) Because you needed to turn a handshake into a hug. Shame on you. That's my worst case scenario. Like, right there. And I, so, like, I know you were talking about, like, how firm and how not firm. I don't care. I don't care. I will grip your hand any which way I want as long as you are not pulling me into a hug. But it's gonna be moist. Well, I have to admit, I have, like shaken shooken someone's hand before shooketh shooketh and it was so firm <laughs> that i literally thought they were a serial killer it was like you okay are but that's me. <laughs> but that's still better than grabbing a, so if someone initiates a handshake cuz i'm not going to be the one i'm going to tell you that right now i'm not being the one so if you initiate the handshake and i grab your hand and your hand does like the limp like, there's nothing to it, and I have to control the shake after you presented me your hand? <laughs> Do you know how angry that makes me? Commit to it. If we're going to grip each other's sweat, dirty palms, you need to grip it. And I, and I don't mean break my bones, but I mean, like, don't give me this limp noodle crap. You initiated this. <laughs> Did your hand just have no muscle or bone structure? Are your tendons broken off and snapped in various places? Like, figure it out. Grippy grip. (laughs) Should we go to the number one? I'm still mad about this one, but yeah. (laughs) You got really fired up. Uh, Because I thought about the hug, and I'm still, I'm uncomfortable physically thinking about being hugged. And it's not even happening to me. So you can imagine, like, an actual in-person gripping situation okay <laughs> number one. Oh, this one isn't even that bad uh oh okay i read i read further <laughs> nodding smiling or unintentionally laughing after someone says something horrible oh we kind of already talked about this a yeah, little bit we kind of talked about this a little bit i actually am the one who does this to people 
um, I will say the horrible thing because I think it's hilarious. I recently made a very inappropriate joke at a funeral. <laughs> Tell me. And I made, I don't remember it. That's the worst part. It was, um, I don't know, something about the corpse, which is just so disrespectful and so not funny. But it was in my head. And the person I said it to laughed and then like realized that they had laughed and realized that they didn't want to laugh. Because it was funny, but it was so horribly out of context <laughs> in that situation that you're like, no. So I did that. And then I kind of felt bad because I was like, I made someone else laugh when they didn't want to. And like a pretty grim situation with a pretty horrible joke. Um, but that's how I deal with death. So hi, welcome. Join me on my life journey. <laughs> but this one I think is different because like I'm reading it a little bit further and it's like if someone's telling you a story that you weren't really listening to. Um, and you're kind of just left there wondering what they said. Um, you just nod and smile or worse laugh because you don't really know what they said, but they were telling you something like their grandparent or brother or whatever just died. So it's like you weren't paying attention and that's what happened. Um, that doesn't happen to me very often if I'm distracted. So if, if I'm talking to you and someone texts me and it's a really important text and I'm trying to answer it and I'm giving all of my attention to that text and you're still talking, there is potential for me to like nod through something that was not a nodding thing. But I don't often just like when I don't hear someone, my immediate response is to just be like, mm hmm, and nod. I don't laugh because laughter can get you in trouble. I think absolutely is one of my favorite phrases for after if I haven't heard someone. Absolutely. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then no clue what they've said. You know, so I've this... probably, I've probably agreed to some pretty shady stuff in my life because of that, but I've never like unintentionally upset someone by laughing at their pain. So, you know what this makes me think of? That what? that time in the mall that I was with you. Oh, do you remember? <laughs> I do. That's a terrible story. It do is a tell terrible it? story. I guess I'll. I tell mean, it, it, but. I, because it wasn't intentional, and I think everyone needs to understand that. Like this, it was really. I feel really embarrassed and really bad about it. Um. So this was. I think this was also a me thing, though. This was a me making you laugh at a very bad time. Um, I think so. Because but we I were think talking. I kind of had like a little bit of a delayed rela- reaction. Like you said something yeah. really funny, and I was kind of like pondering it in my head, and then I started laughing. So so we so to set the situation up. We had been talking. I had said something. I had stopped talking. And there was silence between us as we were walking. And neither one of us was looking at the other one because we were walking side by side. And I was looking at, like, stores in the mall and stuff. And Courtney then laughed because she had processed what I had said. So to the average passerby, it would look like perhaps Courtney was laughing at nothing. Because no one was talking when she had begun laughing. When, in fact, she was laughing at what I had previously said. But at that very inopportune moment, it was a lady in a wheelchair, wasn't it? Yeah. Was going by and thought that Courtney was laughing at something about her or her appearance or whatever. Because I don't even remember what she looked like. Yeah, But didn't she say something like how rude or... Yeah, she got mad at me for laughing. Yeah, she thought that I was laughing at her. I don't... Yeah. I, yeah, like, 
I guess her situation. I don't know, but I, I definitely was not. But like, yeah, I don't even think just... we even realized she like sh- we didn't even realize she was in the area. Like we weren't paying attention to anything around us. We were talking amongst ourselves, and uh, and yeah, I made you laugh at a very inopportune <laughs> time. So again, that yeah. was me. That was me doing stuff to people. And then yeah, she yelled at me for laughing at her. And I was yeah, like, like, Oh it's my not god, nice I'm to so laugh sorry. or something. And... Yeah, something like that. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And you were like, but... I I wasn't, but also like how do you explain that away to someone who's obviously heightened sensitivity to, to that kind of a situation? So Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that, that just makes you feel sad because then well, because like the you know you've obviously been through some stuff in your life to jump to the that conclusion immediately when you're out in public that someone is laughing at exactly you. yeah um, so that sucks for that person and I and I feel bad in that regard but like yeah that was definitely me just being a a butthead and making you laugh and my slow brain just taking a second <laughs> to process it <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. proves my point, though, that I do this to people all the time. I and because we were walking something. like stri- we were walking straight ahead, so I was like looking straight ahead where I was walking, and then so it was just yeah, yeah it was just a weird situation. Yeah, I actually had forgotten completely about it until you said that. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. Well, we made it through the list. Do we think there's any missing? Are there any socially awkward mistakes that they didn't mention? Any that you, that a listener perhaps has made that have made you, like, Yeah, really... those really common ones that you just feel really weird about. Something you encounter often and you're like, why does this keep happening to me? You it makes me feel bad. Why do people hold the door open while I'm trying to come down a flight of stairs? Run. <laughs> if you have any, share them. We'd love to hear them. Yeah, let us know. And we'll see you next week. For sure. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you're mostly awkward and want to hear more, please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes of the Mostly Awkward podcast. New ones are out every Tuesday, and they're available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to chat? Email us at mostlyawkwardpod at gmail.com, or follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Reddit at mostlyawkwardpod, or Twitter at mostlyawkpod. For a full list of episodes, more deets, or to see what's coming next, visit our website, mostlyawkwardpod.com. This has been a presentation of Mostly Awkward Media. See See you next week. week!